On this episode of High Flow Lifestyle, we're going to explore how building a tolerance of failure is part of building a volume of creative ideas. We have to put in the reps, build the skills, and then we can enter the creative flow state. I'm your host, Dr. Josh Smith, and welcome to the High Flow Lifestyle Podcast. It's my privilege to be your peak performance and flow coach with this episode. Each week, you'll hear mind-blowing interviews as well as actionable tips and strategies for accessing flow for optimal human performance, heightening creativity, intuition, and productivity, and most importantly, living a healthier and happier life. Now let's dive into your next dose of practical flow training. There's a saying that the enemy of great is good. Successful creatives know how to push beyond their good work and get to their great work. And in order to do this, you need to have a large volume of creative works and ideas to choose from. We recently took a trip down to Naples, Florida, visiting my mom. And after what felt like hours of YouTube research on surfing and skimboarding, we decided to give it a try. My daughter Miana was particularly interested in it. And because the waves aren't really that big in Naples, we went to a local surf shop and got her a $15 beginner's wooden skimboard. I didn't even know skimboarding was a thing, but it's a highly creative water sport similar to skateboarding where they do a lot of tricks like spinning the board around, changing directions, etc. We brought it with us to the beach and she spent hours on it. My son Hawk, who is a few years younger, tried it a few times and found the challenge to be bigger than he thought and this sort of killed his interest in it. I pushed a little and said he had to at least give it a few more tries, and he begrudgingly did. The timing just wasn't right for him. But after multiple trips to the ocean again, Miana has decided this was in her wheelhouse and gets a tremendous amount of joy from running back and forth on the shore, slowly trying new tricks and pushing herself farther each time. After doing it over and over again, she has found a new way of expressing herself and her creativity and added another piece to her identity. It has become a part of her and something she can now say is a representation of who she is. For my son, the challenge was too big and it got in the way of him developing an intrinsic motivation to continue with it. We'll return to it later on when the skills challenge balance is a little closer and see how he takes to it then. I tell him it's more about timing and he shouldn't feel like he's just not good at it. I did it too, but her board was fit to her size and was way too small for me. So yeah, I'm going with the size of the board was the main problem for my many failed attempts. It was really fun though, and I'm looking forward to doing it again with a board my size. But therein lies the problem. We're back in Buffalo now and no warm oceans surrounding us. We don't get the chance to build up a volume of experiences with skimboarding. I feel bad for Miana because she really took to the ocean sport and she now can't build those practices she needs to continue excelling at it. 
Although I think in terms of creativity as being a state of consciousness as opposed to a skill, we need to develop skills in a particular medium in order to explore and enhance our creativity. When you're truly creating, you're in a state of flow, but that doesn't necessarily mean you're creative across various genres. LeBron James is in flow and creative when he's on the basketball court, but give him a paintbrush I have no idea. Similarly, just because someone has learned how to use the tool, in this case a paintbrush, doesn't mean they're creative or can use that tool to access flow. Successful entrepreneurs, creative thinkers, and famous musicians all go through the same process of building a large volume of ideas. We like to think they're just gifted or are naturally good at their work, but the reality is they're producing more than the average person and therefore have a larger pool of ideas to choose from in selecting their best. Even Mozart, who we like to think of as some type of supernatural being that was just gifted, produced a tremendous amount of average music that we don't hear about because it just wasn't memorable. But he needed to create those unremarkable works in order to find his best work. And sometimes we don't always get to choose what those best works are. If musicians or entrepreneurs knew what ideas or songs were going to be a hit, they would simply duplicate that process over and over and create number ones every time. But this doesn't happen. And sometimes what we think are number one are not what resonates with the crowd. And ultimately the crowd determines what is number one. I just wanted to take a second to mention to you that if you're finding the show interesting and inspiring, please make sure to head over to the website highflowlifestyle.com where you can get free access to my weekly flow hacks for optimal human performance and happiness. Get high flow lifestyle boosts weekly in your inbox and get new strategies on how to access flow, be more creative and productive, reach your peak performance, and most of all, live a happier and healthy life. Now back to the show. We do need to develop a tolerance of failure and remember that it isn't permanent and it doesn't carry into the future. We haven't been successful at all of our business ventures, but Continuing to try new things and small pivots has been important for us. Even within our restaurants, developing different systems and then having to change them, coming up with new specials and ways of marketing and seeing what works and what doesn't. It's a constant changing situation of trial and error, then evaluation, then trial again. All the while researching and evaluating what worked and didn't work. This is how we've built up a small amount of tolerance for failure, not being attached to the failures. So there's no happy ending on our journey with skimboarding, but it's more of a to be continued. For the time being with winter setting in here, we will have to divert some of our creative energy into something else, maybe something new. So here's a little exercise for you to get your creative juices flowing. It will push you to get out of all of the basic things that spring up quickly. So you can then allow your brain and body to make deeper connections between ideas. In 10 minutes, I want you to come up with a list of 35 round things. 
take a one minute break and stretch, do some jumping jacks, uh, shake things up a bit. Then for another 10 minutes, make a list of 35 things you're curious about. Afterwards, pick out the best five in each list. This exercise will help you develop your creativity and push you to go beyond the basic answers. I try to do it every once in a while with random things like colors, shapes, words. I know it might not seem like a productive use of time, but it's training your brain to go beyond the basic connections. And it can help your creativity and idea generation in a variety of situations. I hope you understand the necessity and power of creating a large body of creative ideas and that a tolerance for failure is part of it. You should realize that your big ideas are still out there, but actually they're in there. They just need to be drawn out. Thanks for listening to another episode. And if you enjoyed the show, please stop by Apple Podcasts and review and subscribe so you don't ever miss an episode. And help us spread the importance of leading a high-flow lifestyle by telling a friend and sharing on social media. Thanks for hanging out with me today. Now go put some of this flow state training to work and live your life to its fullest. And I'll see you shortly on the next episode or inside the community at highflowlifestyle.com. Thank you.